Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another edition of This Week in the Bush League, hosted by the Chief and the Champ. I'm the Chief, and to all you Cardinal fans out there, happy Chico Ruiz Day. <laughs> and I am the Champ, and I want to know from the Chief what it will take for him to go on a Bush League trip. Uh, I, I remember we talked about this, a mode of travel that doesn't go in the air. Wait, wait a second. You you flew to nope. the Arabian Peninsula. Yes. I, I don't think you complained. I don't think you complained then, did you? Oh well, I was ordered. <laughs> so, well, so, well, someone told me when, I had to go. When when did you turn into like John Madden or something like that? I've always been like that. Yeah. Unless unless uh, like I I I get the logic of it, and Christy always laughs at me, and. Uh, I, I know it's the safest form of travel. I, I get the logic of that, but I, I just don't like it. I'm very superstitious, and I know that's not a, you know, there's no, that's not real, but it's real in my mind when I'm sitting in an airplane. So, but, yeah. but I'm going to I'm going to say of, of all the Bush leaguers, you're probably have flown most recently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When I flew out to California again, I didn't like it. But I mean, I wasn't gonna not go because I I have this irrational fear, right? Okay, you gotta you gotta face your fears, my friend. I do every week when I get on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Good point, DJ. What do we got going on today? Uh, we got a lot of stuff. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff going on. We have two guests uh, this week. Uh, not not a whole lot of movement. Uh, one of the guests we're gonna talk about. Uh, he's probably hoping the weekends, the the season ends tomorrow, and another guest probably wish we had four more four more months to go. Um, but I, I'm going to start with the bottom half again. Remember, I said last week there's two teams that aren't moving, and I'm one of them. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Although I did pull out of last place, I think Wednesday or Thursday, and then dipped back in Friday, peeked my head up like on Saturday morning, and I'm I'm back down to tenth. I had a good win. I had a good week in. Um, uh, you did pitching uh, eight wins six for my starters. That uh, Zinsatella, the guy from Colorado, has really had a really good first two months. Um, Blackman really struggled. He had a ninety-five average. Uh, and Cody Bellinger, thanks for showing up. You had your first RBI in fourteen days, so um, appreciate that from Cody. You, you know what? You, you know what? You know what's nice uh, about the Dodgers is you know you, you have here Bellinger five RBIs in uh, uh, his first fourteen days, uh, his first in fourteen days. Yeah, and and they just keep chugging along, I know. right? <laughs> right. They, they just they're, they're, they're yeah. just a juggernaut. Good gosh. Yeah, and and I don't think any. I I'm. You think anyone would finish in the top five of MVP? And they're going to win the most games of baseball. I don't think um, Betts that's is having. Great question. I haven't really looked at their stats, but I mean they're so stacked that they they have really no incentive this week, right? They've almost had the number one seed seed sewn up. Yeah, they're probably just going to get their cuts in and set their set the rotation. That's pretty much you know get get some work pitchers to work that need it this week, and yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I led the league uh, in in wins this week. I had eight. Uh, Denogonizer. That's, that's an awesome total. Yeah, it was. That's an awesome total. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Denogonizers. Uh, he had a strange week. I'm gonna throw some stats out from Rick's team. So Tyler O'Neill, he hit 
uh, at a 148 clip this week. He had four hits, but the guy had seven RBIs. He had two homers and seven RBIs. That's that's pretty pretty good production out of 148 batting average. Um, Yimby Garcia, the pitcher for the Marlins, had two wins. Yeah. Had two wins this week. Pitched one inning. How does that happen? I think he just finished two games. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, he he must have been in, came in in the eighth, and they scored in the ninth, and that was it. Um, and and Rick led the led the league in uh, in runs this week. He had, he had a pretty good offensive offensive week. Um, here come the runs. Uh, three players with six or less at bats. His brightest spot, other than Tatis, is Pablo Lopez. He he racked up two mm. two more wins. He's having a really good two months as well. He's five and four for the Marlins. Um, ERA under four. He had two bad outings, and they were bad. But he's pitched pretty well. Have you seen this guy pitch yet? I I, I really haven't. Um, I haven't watched many Marlins games just because, you know, as a Cardinals fan, I'm I'm watching a lot of Central games, so I haven't I haven't got to see the Phillies. But um, um, good pitcher. Yeah, he yeah they he they have a pretty good young staff. I mean, again, it's only two months of a season. I don't know how good they'll be over six months. But I watched the uh, Marlin Philly week because they played them seven times um, in the last ten days, and I saw him pitch. Yeah, he, he did a really nice job, and I think the Marlins won five out of seven in that little series there. Um, and then we come up to the uh, – what is this? The sixth and fifth, fifth spot, right, or – Seventh and yep. sixth spots, Seventh yeah. Spot. So we got the Honey Nut Ichiro's. Um, had an increase. He gained two and a half points this week. Uh, led the week with an OPS of 842. Uh, he lost Clevenger. He lost a start with Clevenger yesterday. He got pushed to Wednesday, so that might hurt a little bit. Bauer stays red hot. 17 Ks and 13 yeah. innings. Um, something significant out of, out of him this week was at uh, a Cases team. He had three caught stealings. And I'm going to talk a little bit of why that is so significant. And then, uh, remember Gregory Polanco, when you had talked about maybe he's done? Yeah. Yeah, Case picked him up last week. He had 24 at-bats and had 12 Ks. So. <laughs> yeah, you know what? He, he had a home run. Uh, he crushed the ball uh, against the Cardinals. But some of the at-bats, because they played five games against the Cardinals um, these past four days. And some at-bats, he just looked lost. And yeah. I'm just wondering, you know, the poor Pirates, they can't get out of their own way. Where did they pay him? They, they have an extended contract with him, and it's just, I, I don't, they, they can't really cut bait on him anymore, can they? Well, no, I mean, I don't I don't see anybody, they're, they're just going to have to cut him to have someone pick up his salary, because no one's going to trade for him. No, yeah, yeah. No, no one's taking it. I, I don't, I don't know who is worse, him or Chris Davis. It's probably Chris Davis, but. I mean, as far as get, getting a match for a trade. But, yeah, Polanco's hey, right you know, there. You know what? While, while we're speaking of Chris Davis, I wrote down a little note here that um, the Orioles, the Orioles this year, right, um, rebuilding team, they have a payroll of about $65 million. <laughs> um, of that $65 million, they're paying $23 million to Chris Davis. <laughs> My gosh. Holy smokes, man. And they're really not yeah. even that bad it, yet. Yeah. And this is a team that couldn't find room for Christian Walker. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Well, maybe they are getting better, but they had they had a couple years recently that they were bad. Um, 
yeah, so it, it, we got the Ichiro's with 47 points, which leads us to the sixth team, uh, the team in sixth place, Cindy Studs. Uh, Bob Freeze, first time in five weeks that he's gained points. Um, <laughs> we had last week. I think I talked about Brian Anderson. He um, he hit 500 two weeks ago, and he 11 of his 12 hits were singles. This week, much more production out of this guy. Three homers, 10 RBIs. Uh, uh, Studs had a really solid pitching week. Uh, uh, he had three wins, and Corbin was really the only one who had a bad outing. This is significant, Bob Freeze, and I don't know if you know you picked it up or not, but your six stolen bases, which led the league this week, might have saved you from dropping another another position in the standings. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about when I say that? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> where did you get where did you get six stolen bases in one week? I don't know. That, <laughs> that was uh that was a surprise. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um so we 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 do have Bob Freeze here. Bob, what are your thoughts of your team um since the last time we spoke with you? Um, well, I was doing better the last time I spoke to you. Um, <laughs> and all the good players that I talked about the last time all took a nosedive. So I'm not going to talk about any of my good players this time. Who who, who were who were your good players? Uh, I, I talked about Cronenworth. Yeah. And uh, he's taken a nosedive since then. Donovan Solano's taken a nosedive since then. Uh, Murphy. I was really happy about Murphy, and I just dropped him this last week because he's not even playing anymore. So um, it was uh, it was uh, eye opening to see those guys just you know do so well in the beginning and then disappear. Yeah, uh, it is a little surprising with um, with Solano. I mean, you got a lot of production, so you, you have to be pretty happy with the production you got out of that guy. And, and oh, with, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the same with Jake Cronworth. Um, he, yeah, he, he him and Austin Riley have cooled a little bit, and that might have been might have been some of your issues. Um, but I, I think your pitching's kind of ha- kind of hanging in there, is it? Or, yeah. or is it starting to fall apart? No, actually, it uh, started picking up. It fell apart for a couple weeks Um What's his name? Uh, Patrick Corbin has been my downer. Yeah. But uh, for the most part, uh, David Peterson's picked it up, and Adam Wainwright has been one of my studs. Yeah, he has. Yeah. Uh, yeah, really. And, and Zach Wheeler's pitched well for you as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, the past couple of weeks, I, I know you were kind of getting on me through text about talking bad about your team but could you feel your could you feel it slipping each week yes i could okay yes i could so i wasn't but making anything i think up. but i have a goal in mind and that's to get above stan's attic uh, okay okay and that was and i think i have a reasonable shot at it all right so i'm going to talk a little bit i'm going to throw some uh bottom half notes because this is our last week and i think you have a possibility of 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 passing Stan's addicts, but I, I think the Ichiro's have just the just the same possibility as passing you. So, at home runs, we got uh, Jamie, Bob, and and Case at 83, 82, and 79. So they're all you guys are all jumbled in there. 
runs. Right. Uh, Jamie has 304. The studs have 304. But you got two teams behind that with a 302 and 301. So both of you could get passed, right? Stolen yeah. bases. Uh, Case had three caught stealings. He has 24. With those three, he would gain four points right away. So your your six stolen bases might might have saved you this week. Uh, wins, you got 23. I got 23. Trust me, Bob. I'm not passing you. I'm not getting eight wins again this week. So uh, the Ichiros the have 21. If 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 Bauer and Clevenger can pick up their wins and he gets a couple junk wins, he's right there. The Addicts have 17. Um, and then saves is another big one. Uh, the 16, 15, and 15 uh, where, you know, Bob Freeze has 16 and, and Jamie and, and Tom have, have 15. So there is some movement there as well as along at K's and ERA. So it would be interesting to see if you can hang on. So uh, uh, do you think you can pass Jamie or are you hoping to pass Jamie? Oh, I think I can pass him. Okay. I think I just looking at his team and all the guys that he's got on the IL now. So it took away from a few of his spots, but uh, I think uh, where I'm sitting, I have a good possibility of passing him. All right, Jay, what, what are your thoughts with that? Well, hang on a second here. I just got a text from Cindy, and she says that she wants to rename the team from Cindy Studs to CBS Studs because <laughs> it was CBS's fault that they picked him to win this thing, and he's muddled in sixth place. So um, just, I just just reading that, that just came across. Um, yeah, it, it's 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 a possibility, Bob. I mean, I I had according once again to to your favorite outlet, CBS. Um, I had one of the one of the worst weeks, um, 86 out of 90 weeks um, the, the, um, this week. So um, if I had that again, um, I could finish below uh, the uh, uh, Ichiro's this week. But um, just wanted to talk about a couple of things. Um, you, you know, your pitching, um, certainly you um, have really gained from Adam Wainwright. Um, Uncle Charlie has, has, has been spectacular. And... Um, um, I think one of the things that that Roger had asked you when we talked to you last, David Peterson, um, you didn't know anything about him then. What do you know about him now? I know he's got five wins for me. Man, <laughs> that is that is that is really nice. I, I I had not heard of him prior to the. Is, is he their number two starter now behind Degrom? Yeah, he probably is. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, they're running guys. Oh. They're still running oh, mats out there. Oh. Yeah. He, he's probably their number two. Yeah. 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 What, what would you do? Because, you know, this, obviously this, this year was kind of a crap year um, everywhere, 2020. But what would you do differently? Or, or let me ask a different question is, what did you learn um, of this year's team that you, you will do next year or you won't do next year? Oh, good question. It's 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 tough because it's a completely different mindset than what we normally do. So, um, it's um because you gotta you have to uh, auction buy players. So you gotta put your money where uh, you think it's gonna best serve your team. Yeah. Whereas this, it was you know a snake draft and. We went down and picked up who we thought was going to be best in that position. So, 
So, so let me ask you: Do you think that the the auction better suits you, or the draft better suits you? I think the auction better suits me. Okay, all right, fair answer. I, I think you know as much as. Um, you'd like to prepare auctions a little bit easier to prepare for. Excuse me, a draft is easier to prepare for. The auction is just you feel like you're in on every player. Um, right. Or, or you can get the players that you want. Is that, is that what you're thinking? Yes. Yeah, I, okay. you don't have to. If you want a certain player and you're willing to spend the money for him, you can get him. If you, in this case, uh, if somebody just picks him up before you, um, you you're screwed. So. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I I got nothing else for the CBS studs. Um, <laughs> Roger, <laughs> uh, um, Bob, appreciate you um, coming on today. Um, we'll probably talk to you sometime in the uh, the off season. Did you have anything that uh, you know? You I know you wanted to vent uh, about the Chiefs, and I understand it. Is there anything that you wanted to say on the air about him? Uh, I think my, I think he brought it up, and he he uh, he knows that I felt. Uh, Bad about how how he was talking about my team, and it, but it did inspire me to try to do a little bit better. <laughs> well, he is an inspirational leader, so we'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay. All right, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Thanks for coming on. Thanks. All right. Great. Go ahead, Jay. All right, I'll take uh, I'll take the the quote top half, and uh, yeah, my team, um, as we just talked about, out of the the ninety performances you know nine weeks 10 teams cbs has ranked this week for my team as number 86 and um uh, the band is currently playing nearer my god to the um <laughs> to my team it is it is slink yes thank you for laughing that's a titanic reference um i was last in ops at <laughs> 579 i had i had 20 rbis the whole week um tom had that in a day um two weeks ago um, 11 of the 14 players that I had on my active roster were under 222. Um, I also had the uh, league worst pitching in wins. I had one win and no saves. And uh, it, it was just pretty much bad from top to bottom. Only bright spots were uh, Clayton Kershaw and uh, Joe Musgrove, who was my um, my fab pickup. And, you know, you get caught into this um, this middle spot where Musgrove was pitching great um, against the Cardinals yesterday, but I'm like, well, I'm not going to win this thing. I want the Cardinals to win the game. <laughs> Heck with my, uh, my my fantasy team. Do you ever do that, Raj? I guess you, you probably start doing that around June, right? Yeah, yeah. I no, I yeah. I always root for my fantasy team. There's 162 okay. games I can root for my for the Phillies, right? But yeah, if I if I run into that situation, I always root for my fantasy team. Okay, good to know. Um, just struggling to stay in the top half. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, but uh, another week like last week will will um, will put me at the bottom of the ocean. Um, fourth place, um, where the um, are, are the Hawks right now. They have 67 and a half points, so they're they're a good 11 and a half points in front of me. Um, they actually finished seventh this week. Um, they just pretty much had a average total week. Um, a poor offense was offset by, by strong pitching. Um, let's see here. What do they have here? They were last in, in home runs last last week and second to last in OPS and RBIs. And they only had 240 at-bats, which was like um, almost a hundredth or, or so under the uh, 
under the, um, the under Bill's boys. Do you know who had the fewest at bats last year or last week? Uh, it was either me or Sam. Yeah, it was you okay. by a long shot. I think you had 210 or something like that. Um, but it, pitching wise for the Hawks, uh, they had 88 team K's on strikeouts last week, um, which was 27 more than the second place team. Um, he had five pitchers that that had two starts, um, and and those pitchers combined for the 71 Ks in, in four wins. And surprisingly, it, it, he didn't have great weeks from you Darvish, who who did not get um, a win last week, or Jack Flaherty, um, who did get one week but uh, one win, but he was hit pretty hard early in the week. Yes, um, which brings me to I, I, which brings me to one of his better players, and I want. To see what you think, Corbin Burns. Yeah. Um, have you seen this guy this year? I haven't seen him pitch yet. No. Okay. Um, but but if you look at his his stats for for the year thus far, um, he started eight games. He's four and zero. In fifty six innings, he has a one seventy seven ERA and a point zero nine WHIP. But what's even more amazing is that he has eighty three strikeouts yeah. in fifty six innings, which is somewhere in the area of about 13 strikeouts per nine, which, you know, for a starter is is phenomenal. I mean, you only see those kind of pay rates in um, with relievers. Um, do you think this guy's for real? This is the guy that pitches for Milwaukee. Yes. Yeah, he he's the one that throws like a hundred, right? Yeah. Yeah, and yep. you know what? I have seen him pitch now that now that we're talking about him. Um, yeah, I don't. You know, anybody that's young, I don't know if it's for real. It's like you said it before the show. It's only Memorial Day in a baseball season, so mm-hmm. you know, uh, I, I'm wondering if if he if he is going to be moved to the to the bullpen. You know, during a full season, they need they need starting pitching, and they're starting to get some wins. So they're just trying to get into the playoffs. Um, he's a big dude too, six three, two twenty seven. I, yeah, I mean, he's certainly got a fastball for it, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think he's he's one of these classic, he, he was, you know, hyped coming into, was it last year? Yeah. Um, um, and uh, a big prospect, highly touted prospect that didn't really perform early on. And, you know, the, the Brewers had actually sent him down for a while. And, you know, sometimes you figure it out your second time or third time around. So um, I'm, I'm thinking that this guy is um, is, is the real deal. Yeah, in 2018, he had 30 appearances, and he had seven wins and a save. So, yeah, maybe he is because he, he's shown that he can do it. And then uh, uh, he had some starts last year that he probably didn't do too well in. But, um, yeah, I, I, I have seen the guy pitching. Yeah, good, good for Milwaukee for finding this guy. Cause they, and and, and where him, him starting to perform now is really when they need it because they're, they're in this race again. So yeah, yeah, they are. They they have yeah. five left against the card. They, they play the. I think they play the Reds and the Cardinals this week. So, they do. You know, yeah. they can kind of control things here. Yeah, yeah, and it, it'll be good. But that, that that's a good pickup for Bob. That, that's a big help. And the yeah. other thing I was going to mention with Bob's team is Tommy Pham played this week, and stolen bases is a, is a you know it, that's a category that's jammed up from two to pretty much eight, and uh, he he's hit him. If he swipes a couple bases, that that gives him a couple extra points, which puts a little little more pressure on the guy in front of him. Yeah. 
And let's let's talk about our third place team. And we have on the line we have Bill Salmon of Bill's Boys. Bill, how you doing? Good, James. How you guys doing? Good. Uh, everything is everything is good here. Um, let's talk about your team. Um, you're currently sitting in in third place with with 70 points. And I I think the last time that we had talked to you, which was probably four or five weeks ago, you were probably somewhere what seventh or eighth. Yeah, actually, I might have been ninth. I can't recall. I think it was yeah. just the denogonizers that were just below me. Yeah. So, well, you, you know, um, in, in in the Bush League, we have the Crazy Joe Devola line, right? It's kind of like the equivalent <laughs> of the, the Mendoza line. So if you're below that line, that's that you're, you're in bad shape. But uh, and anyway, um, the last couple weeks, your team offensively has just been on, on fire. Um, last week, you had the league's best. Um, 83 and a half points um, and a spectacular offensive week. Again, you had 45 points this week, 47 last week. Mm-hmm. Led the league with home runs in home runs and RBIs with 18 and 58 respectively. What the hell is going on there? What's going on with your team? Um, so, of course, it was a little slow to start, and I had those three Cardinals who didn't play for, for 17 mm, days. Right. But um, I don't know. I think I think they're, you know, I'm overperforming to some degree, right? There, there's some guys, uh, and I'll, I'll certainly mention Adam Duvall and, and make a slight correction because he actually was my first fab pick. I'm sorry, first reserve pick, take it back. He was my first reserve gotcha. pick. I did not pick him up in fab. So, right. Right, so you, you get 16 home runs from him, right? That, that's going to move your way up in a shortened season like this. So, so almost all my guys are performing at or above, you know, their, their, their offensive uh, potential, which is, which is what kind of got me where I am now. Yeah, um, last week, um, Ryan Braun, Manny Machado, um, Bryce Harper, and, and the new rookie, Key Brian Hayes, um, combined for 21 runs, 11 homers, and 27 RBIs. Um, so Brian Hayes, um, I'm guessing you saw him last week with um, playing against the Cardinals. Um, any thoughts on him? Yeah, I kind of like this. Sorry, this shows how uh, how long we've been doing this. I remember having his dad on my team a couple years ago, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, he he doesn't have the same physique as his dad. He looks a little thinner, right? a little bit faster. Yes. But uh, yes, he is. It's fun. It's fun watching. He looks young, but he looks really natural. And I'm going. I'm hoping he's one of those guys that can you know kind of help turn the Pirates franchise around. Right? They can build around someone like him because he's he's fun to watch. Yeah. So so you you think you're thinking he's more of the future than uh, Gregory Polanco? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was wondering what happened when I dropped him and somehow Polanco would catch fire uh, the last week or two, but uh, clearly um, that's not the case. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel good about that that, that drop. Your your pitching was uh, w- was good as, as well. It was really good. Um, second best pitching last week. Um, you led the league in ERA at 1.76. Um, you had a .85 uh, whip and five saves. And, you know, one of the things I wanted to talk about was it just that was really done on, on the strength of your bullpen. Um, your bullpen had a 1.32 ERA, a .43 whip, uh, 17 strikeouts, a win, and five, five saves in, in, in just 13 innings. Um, so, so my question for you is, who the heck is this Stefan Crichton with three saves? Yeah, yeah, how about that? Um, I don't know, I was just... <laughs> scouring some some you know references that I used online and heard about him and I just 
just, you know, I noticed that Arizona really hasn't had a closer since they traded Bradley to the to the Reds, and so they were cycling through. I'm like, well, let me just take a flyer on this guy and uh, pick him up, and yeah, he got saves for me three consecutive nights. Um, so yeah, it's fortunate. I mean, all, all I really have is relievers and middle relievers. I have a couple of starters that are okay, and that was by intention. Um, and so, so that's why, you know, it looks like I had a good pitching week, but I didn't have many innings, right? I don't get many wins, but I don't have any good starters. And, um, you know, that, that's always been my, my kind of Achilles heel on my team. Um, but, but, but on the other hand, I looked at my team and, 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 you know, and you'll talk about this next week or even this week. Um, Tom's having a historic, you know, season. I know it's shortened and everything, but, but you know, he's just ridiculous. And if you look at the points, um, 70 points what I have, um, that would have won it last year. Um, yeah. When I drafted this team, I thought that's, that's kind of where I could be, upper 60s, mm-hmm. low 70s. I'm happy with my team, right? If it was just Lenny's landmines ahead of me, I'd, I'd have a chance. But Tom is so good that, that my team just doesn't look as good as it is. But I think it's it's a good team. It's just <laughs> you got a super team ahead of me. Yeah, that, that's that's a really good point. Um, yeah, I, I mean, if you can shoot for, you know, Third in every category gives you about 70 points, and, and that usually in most years should win it. But, you know, this year it puts you in, in third place. Um, just getting back to Clayton for one second, he came up. He was drafted by by, by the Orioles. Did you actually see him, um, or, or are you just holding close to that? Did you actually see him like in Frederick in, in single A or something like that, or just never heard of him before? Uh, I had not heard of him before. You know, okay. Yeah, I, I am more likely to watch a Frederick Keys game than an Orioles game. I'll tell you that much, but uh, no, I didn't. I didn't know who he was prior to you know looking him up a couple of days before Fab. Okay, and and the last question before I turn you over to to Raj for some questions is you know the same questions I had asked um, Bob Fries, and that is, um, did you learn any lessons in in this year a draft versus an auction or anything that you would do differently um, next year? I think it's kind of what what Bob said. It's such an apples and oranges difference. Um, there's such a different preparation for auction, and, and then there's such a different dynamic to, to, to doing that when you're doing an auction versus a, a snake draft. I don't know that I learned anything unless I do another snake draft and I'll have to prepare it differently because I just felt like it was overwhelming. But, no, I think when we go back to an auction, I'll still try to do what I usually do, which is try to find value right in some of the players, look for some underrated players, and hopefully get them you know, at, at a good price. Fair enough. Fair enough. Raj, do you have questions for Bill? Yeah, I do. You know, I'm, I'm looking at your team, and you make a good point about Tom. If this is a six-month season, it, it would be hard-pressed for – like, I think his team is built for a six-month season. With with your pitching, do you think your team's built for a for a long season? Like, Or, or it, it, does this type of pitching roster kind of really lend itself to a two-month season? Yeah, I, I did this intentionally because of the shortened season. Okay. I was trying to like go for quality of pitching over quantity, right? So like I said when we talked a couple of weeks ago, I, I was tanking in wins and tanking in strikeouts. But I thought with a lot of middle relievers and closers, um, my whip and my ERA would be better. I mean, saves was good. So, yeah, yeah. so I was trying to get you know a decent amount of points out of that, and I, I really tried to stack my offense, which worked. Um, but yeah, I, I was I was kind of gaming this for the shortened season, not for the long haul. Yeah, and I and I heard you mention that you know maybe some of your guys are overperforming, and that I mean that's mm-hmm. probably true. But the, you you have a couple really good players that are 
underperforming, and Anthony Rizzo is one of, one of them. I, I mean, unless he's starting to break down, I just don't think he's a two twelve hitter uh, over t- you know over two months. Sure. Um, right. And and even McCutcheon, yeah, you know, I, I, I like I watch him four to five days a week. Um, boy, there's times where he looks like he can play, and there's times where he hits the ball hard, and it's really just a ground ball to the shortstop. But you you had that good stretch with him. Because he, he had a stretch where he hit well over 300 for about two weeks, and yeah, that he he gave you a big jolt. Um, what do you, what's your feelings on Carpenter? I I know this is still only a you know two month sample, but ha, has Matt Carpenter run his run his career? Like is he pretty much done? Yeah, he he's been disappointing to watch the last two years, and of course I see him a lot the last couple weeks. Yeah, um, I just he he looks slow at the plate. I feel like he just doesn't have balance. I feel like he has a trouble getting around on certain pitches. Yeah. And then he can't drive the ball at all to the opposite field. Um, but the funny thing is, for the little bit of hitting that he has, I'm getting numbers from him, right? He, he has 23 hits, and yet somehow I'm able to get 22 RBIs yeah, I see and 21 that. runs out of that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So even though he's hitting a buck 85, even that, right, I'm getting some production out of him. But yeah. Yeah, he, he's, he's, not, he's, he's not a good player, yeah, and, and the the thing, and I had him last year as well, and it, I thought he'd come out of his funk, and he never did. I mean, he hit 220 pretty regularly for mm-hmm. for 162 games, and it doesn't look like he can drive the ball. Like he he right. he he would have. That's a guy who would hit 40 40 doubles on it, standing on his head every year. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think I think he has the cardinal record for doubles. I think he hit in the 50s one year. So I think he, he might have. He had a bunch. Yeah, he broke yeah. Stan Musial's record. So yeah, there was a time where that guy was ripping the ball off the wall. And yeah, I was just curious. You guys watch him, and I, it's kind of a shame uh, because I he was a really good player for a long time, and he he's just a guy that you rooted for. I don't know, no batting gloves. You know, he could play different positions. Yeah, yeah, I always liked the guy. And then uh, yeah. Duvall, that that was that 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 guy's uh that guy's got a hell of a August for you, didn't he? <laughs> Well, it's actually September. It's they, September. They okay. Tied, uh, the Braves' record. He has 11 home runs already in September. <laughs> right. I think he hit. I think he hit three home runs in two different games. Is that right? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's funny. He's all or nothing, right? He has 16 home runs and 166 at bats, but he has 48 strikeouts as well. Hey, whatever. That's today's game. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Hey, yeah. He's, he's, he's the reason why I am. Yeah. I'm still yeah, hoping you know, maybe climb up. You know, I know it's kind of. Interesting. You know, I can finish, I think, between second and fourth, and it just depends how it goes. But hoping to, to, to kind of catch Lenny, you know, we're, we're close in runs, we're close in OPS, and we're tied in saves. So those are areas where I can go up, but I could easily see myself dropping um, and, and having, having um, Bob actually pass me. So it'll be a fun last seven days. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be – that's going to be one of the races that we're looking at is, you know, second, third, and fourth. Um, certainly you can, you can pass Lenny's landmines and, you know, it looks like um, uh, one of the things I'll talk about is look, um, Arenado may, may be done for the year, which, which, which could help you. Um, yeah. You know, and just jumping back, you know, if I had Adam Duvall on my team, you know what he would be, he'd be sitting on the bench for those weeks. So, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, your happened. team should be called Stan's Bench instead of Stan's Attic. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Maybe next year. Maybe next year when we're still in this. 
Um, so, you know, the funny and, thing is, you know, there's not really a race for first place, um, and that kind of is what it is. But I'm telling you, that last place between the Denogonizers and Crazy Joe DeVolos, that's going to be fun to watch. That's the race to watch in the last week, <laughs> don't, don't you think? Well, it, you know, that's that's what we're going to call it now. We're going to call it the Crazy Joe line because you don't want to be below that. But, uh, yeah, it should be, you know, earlier in the week I, I saw where he um, – um, where he had actually passed the Naganagers for a while. And then, yeah, you know, I, I, yeah, then, then I got caught in my own misery and, you know, I couldn't see anything else. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. It, it'll, it'll be something to watch on that last, possibly last Sunday. Might move into Monday, everybody, because the Cardinals may have to play a, a doubleheader um, as if they haven't played enough yet. Um, on that last day. All right, um, Bill. Anything else you want to um, you wanted to add? Um, you're certainly welcome to, to hang on here as we finish up um, um, going through the teams. No, I appreciate it. It's a different conversation than we were having three or four weeks ago. So it's made it's made the last couple of weeks of watching baseball a little more enjoyable. <laughs> and, and I can tell you, the next time you're on, it's going to be a completely different conversation. So <laughs> whatever that means, that's fair. All Thanks, right. Guys. Thanks, Bill. All right. All right, you're going to finish uh, up with the top two? Yeah, let's let, yeah let's finish out here. Lane's Landmines, they continue to hold in second place at 72 points, uh, although, as we just talked about, Bill's boys breathing down his neck. Um, wow, a lot of alliteration there. Um, Landmines had a um, 56-point week, which was um, good enough for fifth place, put him right in the middle there. Um, he had the, the Bush League's best week, and that came from – Cole Calhoun, um, who had seven runs, six homers, uh, 12 RBIs, and a 1.75 uh, OPS. Um, yeah, good week from him. Um, as we just talked about, um, Nolan Arenado may be done for the year, and that's really going to hurt uh, the, the landmines. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit more about his fab coming up Um Kyle Hendricks continues to pitch well. Um, this guy is he, – he's, he's fun to watch, isn't he? He's just kind of like a throwback pitcher. He had one win, 10 strikeouts, um, gets, didn't give up a run, and a .5 whip. Um, do you like Hendricks? Yeah, I think he's a good pitcher. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's not yeah. Scherzer, um, but, yeah, he's a good pitcher. He, well, yeah. Well, you know, and, and it's good for the Cubs for, for, for finding him. He he pitched at Dartmouth. I think he came, he's a, he pitched in the Ivy League. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, and then we get to uh, get to um, everybody's favorite team, uh, the Voracious Squirrels, um, still in first place with 87 points. So they, they've got a 15-point lead right now. Yeah, that's over. Um, yeah. They were, um, you know, continued just to be strong. They were third this week, and their hitting just continues to to, 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 to just gel. Um, he even got to, uh, Brandon Crawford to, to hit um, this this week, along with Didi Gregorius. Uh, Acuna continues to hit, and uh, it's Drupal Cabrera. Um, is he's just a solid player, isn't he? Yeah. Why, why don't more people like him? I like him. Yeah, I I think he's. I uh... do too. I think he's a he's a really good player, and he's been a good player for a long time too, man. Uh, and and he can he's just a professional hitter. He's been playing since two thousand seven. He's got sixteen almost seventeen hundred hits. Um, yeah, he's a two sixty eight hitter. Yeah, he, d- he does a good job, and he can play at different infield positions. Do you remember? I think it was three or four years ago when uh, I, I nominated as Rubel Cabrera. Yeah. 
and I think it I think it was Bob Kirk thought it was Adubal Herrera. <laughs> That's no, it was me. Yeah. Oh, it was you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And well. I, I actually I bought him. Sorry. I bought him, and it was it was Odubel's only good year he's had with the Philly. He had Major League Baseball, yeah. So I didn't care. But yeah, I wanted his Drupal. Yeah. Yep. And that's why any anytime he comes up, everybody will say as Drupal, not Odubel. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, funny. so we'll, we'll work on those spans. Maybe in the off season, you know, you and I can go have Z on um on a Duolingo or something like that. One of those and we we can take some uh some Spanish courses or something like that. <laughs> Rosetta Stone. To help us. Um yeah. yeah. Just finishing up with the squirrels here. Um they had a league average pitching, but they did, did get four wins. Once again, they continue just to pile up the wins in six games started. So I, I don't know how he, he does that. You know, 2.58 ERA for the week and a .99 whip. Um, Raj, I think you're right on when you said that his, his team, this team, I'm, I'm sure he would love to have this team in a, um, a full 162-game um, season. Um, and it looks like the Squirrels are – Going to win their first title since 2017, and and their fifth since 2000. Any thoughts? Yeah, uh, I'm looking at his pitching now, and he's got he's got two pitchers with seven wins. Yeah, yeah, and it, it and uh, Marquis, the starting pitcher from Colorado, is not even pitching well, <laughs> and he's, he he possibly could be his best pitcher in the team. You know, he's got Lamette, who's three and one. He's got Max Fried is is his best pitcher, but I, I think Marquis has a has a better resume. Um, yeah, he, he's his uh, his his team's built for six months, and he's got Sonny Gray on the IL. So, yeah, and he doesn't even miss a beat. I mean, Sonny Gray drops off any other team. That's a big hole to fill. Him and Thomas, it's nothing. It's not a big deal. Just keep moving along. Well, uh, I'm just gonna clue. The, the Bush League in, I know if you look over the, 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 the players teams have picked up over the past few years, Tom Love, Finlinson, um, Lamette from the Padres. So um, next year, boys, make sure you bit, you bit him up because uh, he, he's going to go after him. Yeah, and we'll see if he goes after you, Stremski. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, we'll, we'll, right. we'll see. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about Fab a little bit? Uh, yes, we had seven pickups, four by the studs. Uh, Vogelbach, probably the most significant, if, if he performs like he performed the, a week prior. Um, Bill's boys get Josh Rojas for 30 bucks, and he probably just spent it out. He figured that's who I wanted and, and dropped $30 on him. Uh, Lenny's Landmines, Josh left $31 on the table. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, don't you wonder? Um 31. Um, he's in second place now, but Bill's boys are breathing right down on, um, right down his neck. Um, and, and I like it. Bill goes all in on offense as if he needs more with Josh Rojas. And, and I think Rojas is going to play a lot now that Arenado's out. Um, do you think the landmines may have hurt themselves not using that 31? Well, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm looking at categories that are jammed up and, um, I mean, saves, he probably could have used. I, he probably could have spent the money on Rosenthal when he came up, because just to keep Bill's boys off his neck, because Bill's tied with him now. Um, he had twenty six wins. I, I I think we talked. I don't think he had a shot at Clevenger because he didn't have the money. 
But um, yeah, I I I figured I, I thought Rosenthal would have been his move to go get him, and okay. he he could have afforded him because I mean saves. Yeah, I mean, like I said, that's that's jammed up pretty much from seventh to the to to first, and anytime you can get ten points, you know. And I think Tom ended up picking him up. So um, yeah, yeah, we'll 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 see if that if that hurts him. Yeah. So we're we're gonna try and have um, the top. What well, what are the top two right now? Um, we'll see if they are next week. But we're gonna try and have Josh and Tom on next week, and we we, we have a whole bunch of questions for Josh. Um, next week. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll um, we'll get him on. All right. Yeah. Um, okay. Baseball news. Uh, let's start with the Astros. You you, you wanted to touch okay. on some things with with Houston. Go ahead. Yeah, I, you know I, I did, it, it, and they're just easy to pick on right now, right? They're they're playing five hundred. I I know that um, that they have a, a lot of pitching injuries, but I, I wanted to take a look. Just a real quick look at uh, at their hitting, and in 2017, in 2017, this is a team that hit 282 versus 240 this year. Um, they are down from 2017 uh, in, in rate categories. Um, average, they're down. They're down in OPS. They're down in runs per game, um, and home runs per plate appearance. Just from last year, um, they hit a home run every three percent of the time appearances in 2020 last year it was four and a half percent so so that's down you know uh, almost 50 percent from last year think that's a coincidence yeah uh I, 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 when you sent me those stats uh last year the the 17 year hitting 282 as a team that but that's freaking high man but that was the trash can year um yes yeah uh I guess the only guy they they got rid of was Marwin Gonzalez from that team, but they picked up uh, who, who, who's the guy you, you Ariel, what's his the guy came up last year or two years ago, um, they kind of replaced Gonzalez. Yeah, it is a little surprising. Maybe a little bit of injury, but maybe it's a little bit too when they're playing at home. They don't know what what pitch is coming. <laughs> that that could be a factor. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you, right. You, you think about that. That um, when, when you know what's coming, it, it certainly has an impact. And I don't know. I I, I, I just hope they get their just desserts. I, I was really hoping that maybe the Mariners were going to pass them so that they wouldn't even get um, the um, second spot, if you will, from the division because the A's have already clinched that. But it looks like they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. You know, I I know I'll be rooting against them, but. You know, when all of these offensive numbers are, 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 are down, you know, 5.5 runs a game in 2017 versus 4.8 um, now, it it seems highly suspicious, doesn't it? Yeah, that, that and that's a, that's a big that's a big drop too. Yeah. Um, and you know, oh, oh, look at let's look at OPS. It's down 100 points from 823 to 722. Yeah, that, that's huge. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it, it, it is kind of interesting that that uh, yeah that <clears throat> that those numbers were so significant, um, seventeen and eighteen, and then in nineteen they had a pretty good year too. They hit two seventy four as a team, which is still pretty good. Uh, yeah, so we'll see. And I I think you're right. The Mariners aren't going to catch this team. The Mariners are bad. I mean, this team's not even bad. It's just playing bad. You know, 
Yeah, yeah the, you're the, right. The Mariners aren't going to catch them. So speaking about the playoffs, uh, this is the last week. That there's what did you say? One, two, three. There's three teams vying for the or four teams vying for the last two spots, the seven and eight spot. Um, I um, mean, I, I, you know, I, I think if one team gets hot, but there could be as many as five because if you look at you know basically the Cardinals, the um, Phillies, Reds, Brewers, Giants, you know, they're all playing around five hundred. So if somebody has a really bad week. They could be out of that group, uh, or conversely, you know, you can move from being out of the playoffs right now to to you know the number um, the number six spot possibly. So yeah, a so lot of room to move. There is, and Cincinnati, Milwaukee, and St. Louis all play each other. Less somebody has a three. One of those teams has a three game series with Kansas City, and I'm not sure which one. Um, uh, it's St. Louis. St. Tonight, Louis. Okay. During tonight. Yeah, yeah. So you know, Cincinnati, and Milwaukee, they both can't win. So th- that's just going to chew up games. Really, the Phillies are in a really good spot to make the playoffs because Milwaukee, St. Louis, or Cincinnati, one of them's got to lose every night, <laughs> right? Because they play each yeah. other. Uh, San Francisco's in a good spot because they're not playing any of those teams. And uh, if they win five out of seven, they, they, they're they going to be right there. I'm still not sure the Phillies are going to make the playoffs. I, I just don't trust them enough. They're, they're too inconsistent. Um, I, I just, yeah, I just don't, I just don't think they will. Uh, you're saying St. Louis might have to play a game or two on Monday. Yeah. Um, I, I think the way baseball rules are written, but, but who knows in this crazy year, um, that if, if it matters, um, they may have to make up because, Right now, I think they've played 50 games. They have scheduled um, eight this week um, with a doubleheader on Friday right. uh, against the Brewers. So that will give them 58. And I think they have to play the games. They have two games left against Detroit that they may need to play if it has playoff implications, I believe. But I don't know how far down the line those playoff implications have to go. Um, can you imagine if you're the Tigers and you got to play two more games? <laughs> yeah. After yeah. the season's over, what's worse than that? And after your manager just quit, Ron Gardenhire resigned <laughs> yeah. today or yesterday. Um, yeah, so yeah, right now, right. right now, the teams, L.A. is going to play, you know, the last place, and that could be Cincinnati, Milwaukee, San Francisco, Philly, or St. Louis. It could be any one of those yeah. teams. Um, mm-hmm. Atlanta's going to play one of them. Chicago's going to play one of them. The only other, well, I mean, Miami's still got to win some games, so um, – they do. Yeah. Uh, it, it, being a Cardinal fan, who's the, other than the Dodgers, who's the one team you don't want to play in the first round? Um, Padres. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I don't mind to see the Cardinals go against the the, the Cubs because the, yeah. they, you know, they played all ten games at Wrigley and they did they did fine against them. Um, and we all know what happened to um, the, when the Cardinals played the Braves last year. Not saying it's the same thing, but. Uh, the base pitching isn't what it was um, last year either. So, um, yeah, uh, I, I would say that I, I want to get the six or seven spot so I don't have to play the, the Padres, who are probably going to be the, the number four seed. Yeah, I, I think uh, as a Philly fan, I'm the same way. I think the Padres would beat the brakes off of us. I think they would just <laughs> beat the brakes. Once the Padres got into the Philly bullpen, that would be it. There'd be a lot of bat flipping after that. <laughs> you just can't swing at a 3-0 pitch when uh, he's loaded. That's well, 
they're not going to be swinging at pitches then because most most of that bullpen runs the count pretty high. So, <laughs> yeah, I uh, Chicago doesn't scare me. Atlanta doesn't scare me. Obviously, uh, if the Phillies played Miami, they get swept because they just can't beat this team. Uh, I think the Phillies lost seven out of ten against the Marlins. Believe that seven out of ten. Um, wow. Yeah. And St. Louis doesn't scare me either. They're just as inconsistent as the Phils are. So, yeah, I mean, the, the the Phils could could score some runs every once in a while. They're just not consistent. Um, yeah. So it looks like you and I are are, are, are thinking the same thing. We want to stay out of San Diego's way. Yeah. I mean, next week at this time, you know, if we have the podcast at the same time, um, the playoffs should just be be starting. And or I'm not sure if they're going to move it till Tuesday. They may they may have a Tuesday. So. You know, we'll, we'll talk about the playoffs in, in more detail next week. Um, we'll go through our picks because we picked our top eight um, earlier in the year. And we'll also talk about some of the bets that we made early in the year and see how those panned out yeah. for next week. All right, good. Uh, getting down to today in baseball history, uh, 21st of September, 1952, the Braves play their last game in Boston. Um, started in Boston – uh, 53 to 65, they were in Milwaukee, and 66 until present day, they were they're in Atlanta. Uh, interesting, they won a World Series in all three cities. Wow! wow. Yeah. Hey, did you also know that they were the first National League team to draw over a million? Um, really? When they were in Milwaukee? Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. A million. I didn't think there was a million people in Milwaukee. I was listening to another podcast. Believe it or not, there's another podcast about baseball out there. Um, but I was listening to um, – this was going to be a, a big celebration year for, 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 for the Brewers. Um, I, I think it marked um, – I, I forget what anniversary. The 50th anniversary when the Brewers came to, to town from, from Seattle. Uh, but yeah. anyway, they were okay. talking about um, one of the problems that they had when the uh, Milwaukee Braves had left town was that um, – Fans were upset because they were actually allowed back in the '60s to bring their own beer into ah, the games. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Gee, so man, that's how they pay for players' salary now. Beers. Um, and well, you know, you know, who who can't turn out a free beer? No one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then today, this this hooks back into my uh, opening. 1964, Chico Ruiz of the Reds steals home in the sixth inning. Only run scored as the Reds beat the Phillies, the first of 10 consecutive losses for the Phils. They had a six-and-a-half six game lead with 12 games to play, and they finished tied for second uh, with the Reds, and the Cardinals went on to win the pennant and eventually the World Series against the Yankees. Uh, yeah, man. During that stretch, September 21st to the end of the season, the Phils were 2-10, and 10, the Cardinals were 10-3, and three. Interestingly enough, Kurt Simmons for the Cardinals was three and zero during that stretch. Who was a former Philly? Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and it would be what uh, another sixteen years before the uh, the Phillies. Well, I guess yeah, before they made the World Series, right? Nineteen eighty. Nineteen eighty. Their next appearance. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Nineteen eighty. Um, and they got progressively bad after that too, from sixty four. Yeah, they they got yeah progressively real bad. Uh, also today in uh, 2001, the Mets beat the Braves in the first major league game after the September 11th attacks. I remember watching that. That's why I put that on there. That was kind of cool. Um, and then 2008, 
last game in the original Yankee Stadium, 85 years old. Have you ever been to the original Yankee Stadium? I have. How about you? Yeah, I have. I saw the Phillies play there. I saw the Phillies one time and the Red Sox one time. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. And, and, and we made a trip to see the new Yankee Stadium, which, uh, I, honestly, I, w- I was not that impressed by. How about you? It's too big. Yeah. I'm, I like small. That's why I would like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah, it's just too big. But it was kind of cool seeing those uh, trap doors for the water when it rained in the outfield. Remember that? <laughs> that was really cool. That, yeah. That was still the, the hardest rain oh my that gosh. I have ever seen. That was that was unbelievable. I, I, I think, wasn't there um, supposedly a, a, a tornado or something close to Yankee Stadium somewhere near uh, on Long Island? Or yeah, possibly. Like that? That, was, that was torrential, right? Yeah. Driving rainstorm. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was bad. Luckily, we were undercover. Um, yeah. So, uh, all right. What are you walking off with? I just want to wish everybody uh, for tomorrow uh, a happy autumnal equinox. And you, you know what that is, right? I have no idea. It marks the halfway point of the coronavirus, which means we still have <laughs> six more months uh, of, of this. Um, I may be confusing this with Groundhog Day or something. I was like just going to ask you. Know, Every day, every day has been Groundhog Day. So, so there's my take on it. The, the coronavirus. What are, you, what are you walking off? Coronavirus. With? <laughs> did, someone saw a shadow, and the coronavirus went back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you saw somebody wear a mask. So uh, it means like, six more months of this. Six more months. Uh, I'm going off yeah. with, I and I need some help. And if anybody can help me, I'm not sure what's a better show, Seinfeld or The Office. I mean, I've I've watched them both uh, thousands of times. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to decide. And that, that's remember a, a couple uh, last month, I set a goal of best sandwich from Wawa. I think this week I'm going to try to come up with a, some, uh, come up with a rubric to figure out which is a better show Seinfeld or the office. I, I wish I could weigh in on that. Um, I have seen the office um, a couple times each and I'm going through probably my third time around trying to sync it with the office podcast. Um, I have not seen this. Uh, have have not seen Seinfeld, and, and I know I need to. Um, so so maybe I can kind of weigh in. Is is it um, is it a timepiece though? Um, will I not get some of the, the the jokes because of you know it was done in the eighties and nineties versus uh, The Office, which was you know more recent. Let me tell you, Seinfeld started in the what the nineties, eighty nine, okay. ninety. I mean, some of the stuff's almost. You know, it's 25 years old and it's it's ingrained in our culture the sayings the the phrases yeah if if you watched it one i think it's been on i think it was on nine or 11 seasons i can't remember I, i'm re-watching it on hulu during my lunch break um not mom working just during my lunch break uh <laughs> if you watched it Episode one, season one, all the way through. It's it, it gets good about season two, and yeah, I I think you would enjoy it. But yeah, that that's okay, my goal I this guess. week. I'm gonna develop a rubric and then, you know, kind of grade it objectively. That's 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 a great comparison because you know I I, I love The Office and you know we've we've made a couple of uh, um of comments uh, about The Office and you know use some of the quotes from the office because you are the assistant to the commissioner in the Bush League, right? So I'm going to be the commissioner here in about a week. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an assistant to nothing. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. looking for any help. And I might, 
and we're going to make a lot of changes like, when I'm commissioner, and you're all going to follow the damn rules. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> it's like back in Legion days, right? I will keep the rules. Oh, yeah. Maybe we're, yeah, I'm going to develop a creed, and you're going to have to say it before every <laughs> gathering. <laughs> you're going to have to put your toes well, on the line, stand up straight, <laughs> and say the creed. <laughs> Well, when you say you're going to develop the creed, are you, you mean when we're going to we're, we're going to rehearse, or are you talking about creed from the office? See how we can just spin right. that around? No, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna develop a creed, a bush league creed. Yes. All right. Yeah, and then you're gonna yeah. That and should be good. And then, I'm looking forward to I'm that. Must, that should be good. And next week I'm gonna start jotting down rule changes that we're gonna are gonna go into effect. If I'm a commissioner, I'm gonna yield my power. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to flex it a little bit. Yeah. Well, so. you, you know what they say about power. There's, there's, there's no reason to have it if you can't abuse it. So there yeah, you go. Exactly. Yeah. So I want some perks with this damn job. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. You got anything else, champ? Uh, you know what? Let's just tell everybody, because I hear this on all the other podcasts. Yeah. Please rate and review the show. If you like us, you can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. <laughs> no, we're not on Stitcher. <laughs> we're not on Stitcher. We're on Podbean. Oh, okay, well, you can find us on Apple Podcast then. Podbean. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And I guess I wear a mask, right? Just just wear your damn mask. <laughs> so we can you, you know what? stop Do it doing for this. People. I, I, I know it's against your First Amendment rights or some damn thing, but yeah, you're right. Wear hey, a mask. Hey, real, real you, quick. You'll, you'll be able to breathe. Trust so, me. I got into a conversation, I guess it was like 10 days ago, a week ago, and someone brought up the, you know, it's my right not to wear a mask. So I responded with, oh, yeah, you know what? You're right, man. I'm a, I don't stop at red lights anymore. I don't need the government to tell me when to drive, how to drive safely. I'm just going to do whatever I damn well want to on the road. And the guy's like, well, what, what do you mean you're not going to step on red lights? I said, that's exactly what I'm saying. You're not going to wear a mask. You're saying you don't have to follow rules. Why should I? I'm going to start doing whatever I want to damn do. So. Ask him if he wears a seatbelt. Tell him if he doesn't wear a mask, don't wear a seatbelt either. Just take your chances. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Remember, like I said, I told him, you live your life just as long as it doesn't uh, conflict with my interests. That's, that's how Don go. Corleone lives. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you next week. All right, Chief. See you. Stay safe.